Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand the ghost of a chance? Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy. Coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Green Nation Radio Podcast Number, a couple of housekeeping notes. Whatever podcast platform you're using, be sure to follow, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, subscribe, whatever you can do to help us out, please do that on there. And again, we are recording all of my podcasts on our YouTube page. Be sure to check out the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel. The link for it will be in the description of this episode. So be sure to get, get on here. We're going to be doing YouTube stuff all season. I got a couple things in the works. Doing a little NFC East daily thing Monday through Friday. Checking in on everyone in the NFC East, not just the birds, but Washington, whatever they're going to be called next year, Cowboys, and the Giants. I think it'll premiere probably the on September 10th. That's the fr- Friday before the week one, and that's following the Thursday night season opener, NFL opener, Cowboys versus Buccaneers. So I'll probably do a little thing on Dallas. Hopefully I open with a how about them Cowboys after they get smacked by Tom Brady and the Bucks. Also be sure to check out, and we've done two already, the instant reaction shows for the preseason. Both me and Jess Taylor have done them for the first two preseason games. Had a lot of fun, you know, good content out there that we will be continuing to do all season with an instant reaction show. I won't be on this Friday show specifically, uh, but I should be on the show for the rest of the season. So be sure to tune into that and also check it out on YouTube as well. If you listen to that instant reaction show on Friday, you heard both Jess and me discuss the Eagles preseason game against the Patriots. Big topic of discussion, obviously, the number one topic of discussion is the fact that Jalen Hurts didn't play. Goes through warmups, looks good on the field, dancing, and having a good time. But the Eagles get the ball. First team offense goes out there. And as I said on the podcast, I'm sitting up in the stands, got my Jalen Hurts jersey on. I'm ready to see him live in person for the first time. And I see a dude in a white number seven jersey out there, one Joe Flacco. I'm thinking, what in the world is going on? You learn that it's an illness for Hurts. Sits out, goes to the hospital, goes to the hospital, is discharged. Says to take, it, take a couple days off, rest up a little bit. And then what do we see on Sunday? Open practice. There was supposed to be an open practice of the link. Got canceled because of the weather. The Eagles go and practice inside the bubble at the Novacare Complex. Jalen Hurts is there, taking all the first-team snaps. The Eagles just finished up earlier. I'm recording this early Tuesday afternoon. Just finished their first of two joint practices with the Jets. They're practicing today, and I, you're probably listening to this on Wednesday morning. So they practice Tuesday, Wednesday Day off Thursday, that'll probably be not a day off, but it just won't be open to the media. They'll probably do a little bit of a walkthrough. And then the game Friday night, be sure to know this week, it's different than the last two weeks. The game is Friday night instead of the last two Thursday nights. Some Friday night entertainment for you. Or maybe not. We could get to why it's not actually entertainment. Hertz at practice today spoke about the situation where he didn't play on Thursday. Obviously, the reporters are going to go out there and ask him questions. This is from Brandon Lee Gallon, and boy, do I need glasses. I need some new pair of glasses. Brandon Lee Gallon, BLG, our GOAT, tweets, Jalen Hurts says he would have played through his stomach infection on Thursday nights, in parentheses, as opposed to going to the hospital if it was a regular season game. A follow-up tweet, Hurts said he was debating whether to tell the Eagles about how he was hurting. 
Hurts heard him. How about that? Said he doesn't always tell the team something is bothering him. If he could have played in a regular season game and he was fine enough to play already on Sunday after being told to rest, after going to the hospital, what is even the point of having these games? And I talked on Friday with Jess. And again, if you haven't listened to it, go down and check it out before Friday's game. Get your amp for Friday. And I was saying it just felt like kind of a sham, right? What's the point of the preseason? Fans play the pick these, play this, pay this money to go watch the team. I have season tickets. When you buy that season ticket plan, you're not just buying eight and sometimes now nine home games. You're buying 10 or 11 because you're paying full price for those two preseason games. I could, I had a couple extra tickets for the preseason game I went to last Thursday. I could barely give them away for my friends to come. No one wanted to come. And I don't blame them because Hurts didn't even play. We need to cancel the preseason. For good, not just cancel Friday's game or this week's game. Get rid of the preseason for good. What we're seeing increasingly in the NFL is these joint practices. We're seeing more and more joint practices. And it appears that because it's a controlled environment, because there's less significant injury risk, teams are putting way more emphasis and giving way more weight to these joint practices than the actual preseason games themselves. We saw that last week during the two scrimmages, joint practices, how are you going to identify them? The Eagles outplayed the Patriots. Their defense was smothering, and Jalen Hurts looked pretty good, consistently improving in the preseason. Comes out Thursday night. They get smacked, lose 35-0. And the vibes were off. I talked about that on Friday with Jess, that the vibes felt off because they had looked so strong and they had built up this momentum during these two joint practices that when they go out there and the Eagles' second-team offense is playing against the Patriots' first-team defense, and when the second and even third-team defense is playing against the Patriots' first team, it's a shame. That's not real football. And I get it might be different for different teams. Andy Reid always had to play, play his players in the preseason. I think Mahomes played the entire first half last week. But not everyone's going to do that. And I think we're at the point where the preseason is pointless. We've already seen when the NFL has added an extra regular season game, they took away one preseason game. Now, there are various financial reasons this is never going to happen. Like I mentioned, the gate receipts. I said I paid $75 or full price, whatever it was, for that ticket. In my second half, a couple of the tickets. You know, that's money that Jeffrey Lloyd wants in his pocket. That's money all the owners want in the pocket. It's guaranteed money from the season ticket holders who otherwise probably wouldn't purchase these games, but they have to as part of the plan. And then there's the TV contracts. Everyone's watching these things on TV. Even if you're just a casual Eagles Henderson, it's the first preseason game. I got to throw it on. It's a Thursday night in the summer. What else am I going to put on my TV? Might as well throw this on. And then that losing TV money and revenue and ad shares, all of those things way over my head financially. But why don't they just do, instead of these three preseason games, what if through August, they just do four joint practices they do two or maybe even three of them a week now because you're doing two and the game. Maybe you do three now. Maybe you do three. And why not just televise some of those games? Or why not just offer an additional pra- pra- pa- 
package streaming wise, whether it's on the Eagles website, the NFL website, the NFL app on your Roku or whatever, or through Comcast Xfinity to watch these games. If they want to have that extra gate receipt juice beyond just putting them on NBC 10, whatever networks out there, why not offer that as a package for fans who actually want to see that potentially even start charging more money for these open practices because they seem infinitely more entertaining than the preseason games themselves. I had a chance to go up there today for the Eagles practice up in North Jersey. Wasn't actually able to go, but there was a big contingent of Eagles fans out there. And I even saw a video on Twitter after the Eagles scored a touchdown, a one yard touchdown. Jalen Hurts rolls out right, hits Jalen Rager for a touchdown. There's a huge E-A-G-L-E-S chant going on up in North Jersey. I love it. I love that energy. I love the vibes like I was talking about last week. Vibes, those two joint practice against the Patriots. Off the charts, the juice was there. The juice was there. But on Thursday night, it wasn't because the Eagles aren't taking this seriously. And when you're not taking it seriously and other team's taking it seriously, that's when injuries are going to happen. And that's the point of canceling the preseason because you want a controlled environment in the joint practices as opposed to the chaos that could unfold in a, in a Thursday night, Friday night preseason game when some people, teams themselves, I'm sure the players, aren't taking it seriously. And I see people saying that Jalen Hurts needs some reps at game speed. And I agree with that. I like to see him build more timing with his wideouts. But if he's just playing one or two series each preseason game in the first quarter, what is he throwing? Maybe two passes to Quez Watkins, two passes to Devontae Smith, one pass to Jalen Reger. He's throwing a million times more of that throughout training camp and those joint practices. Those reps are more integral. And we say game speed. The preseason isn't game speed. It's just not. It's not the regular season. It's just, it's just not the same. So we have this half measure in between joint practices and the regular season that seems to benefit no one. I don't like it. I'm over it. Am I going to watch Friday? Of course. But I think it's, it's run its course. And again, there's financial elements here that will prevent it from happening, but I don't see the need for it anymore. You see, all Hertz takes a million snaps this summer, throws a bunch of passes to Fulgham, to Smith, to Rager, to Quez, to Goddard, to Ertz, all these players. Talking about Jalen Hurts needs to build his rapport with the players in the preseason. He seems like he's doing a ton of that all throughout the summer and in those joint practices against opponents, real opponents, different teams. So what's the point of him playing a single series in the preseason just for a defensive end to accidentally fall on his leg and an injury to occur so unnecessarily. And that goes for any team. It could happen to Mac Jones, Cam Newton, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Locke, Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't really play in the preseason anyway. But you get what I'm saying. And that's not really going to happen, probably, in that controlled environment of a joint practice. And the Eagles have won all their joint practices. They lost both their preseason games. But if you're just evaluating from those joint practices rather than those half measures in the preseason, you have to be increasingly confident about how the Eagles are performing this summer. And especially when you're going against opposing competition, it's different when you're playing your own guys. But you're getting out there playing against another scheme, another defense, another team, another offense. That's when you could build some confidence and think, hey, maybe we're a little bit better than everyone's saying out there. Maybe we're a little bit better than we thought three weeks ago, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, because we're going against other teams 
and our defense is lighting them up and the offense is showing some juice and electricity, let's build off that, not some preseason game where Joe Flacco has two fumbles on the same play. Most of the offensive line isn't starting and that's your quote-unquote first team. That's nothing. That's not a real game. That's, that's not productive for anyone. It's just not. It's just not a real game. And in the past, remember the movie Invincible with Mark Wahlberg? This is in the 70s. Dick Romeo's there. And you see these guys, the preseason back then in training camp, these players were playing themselves into shape in training camp in the preseason. It doesn't work like that anymore. These guys are practicing nearly every day, year-round, 24-7, 365. These are full-time athletes, multimillionaires, who entire their entire career, their entire offseason, revolves out working out and getting better. What's the point of playing that one series in the preseason? I don't know. Just different. And we see guys, because the argument in the past about canceling preseason, you see some older players. Terrell Davis is, is a famous example. An undrafted player who made his name in the preseason, and that gave him on, got him on an NFL roster. Then he eventually wins the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, I believe, and also regular season MVP. That's huge. But you've seen this summer with the Eagles, guys who could have been on the roster bubble or guys you thought weren't going to be a factor, you've seen distinguish themselves from the competition. Number one, number one is obviously Quez Watkins, who going into the summer, he was a six-round pick last year. You might have thought, hey, this guy might get cut for all we know. Today, he is the Eagles starting outside wide receiver. They're going to start three receivers, Devontae Smith, obviously, Jalen Rager in the slot. Quez Watkins has overtaken Ortega Whiteside, Fulgham, anyone else to be a starting wide receiver because of how well he's played in training camp and in these joint practices. He's going to start now because of how he played throughout the summer. And it's not, he had a great play in the preseason game against the Steelers, sure. But there was always, there was always Quez juice before that. Everyone was hyping him up all summer before that. They asked Fletcher Cox after practice today, who's Poised for a breakout season, says my 1A, my 1B, Quez and Josh Sweat. They asked Fletcher Cox that. My 1A, 1B, Josh Sweat, Quez Watkins. Everyone knows that Quez is going to be a factor now. It has nothing to do with how he performed in preseason. It's all those reps they've seen from him all summer. And then you have Jason Huntley, who had some nice runs earlier in camp. Haven't heard as much about him lately. But he might have played himself onto this roster, especially because his versatility as a kick return. Now, we haven't seen a lot of him in the preseason because of what we've seen him in practice. Having that, what that is, like four three five speed, four three seven speed. He showcased that to the media, to the front office, to the coaching staff, to his fellow players, to the point that they should know they have something there. And, yes, they have a lot of talented running backs on the roster. Miles Sanders, obviously, the starter. Kenneth Gainwell fourth-round pick this year, who I think, maybe not initially, but it's going to have a big role as the season progresses. Boston's got a holdover from previous regime, has always done, had a level of competency to him. And obviously, when he's playing the Giants, he's the best running back in football when he ever's playing the Giants, right? You have Jordan Howard, who's getting second-team reps, and maybe he's on the roster, too. So they have a lot of guys there, but I think you might have to keep Huntley now because of how he looked earlier in the preseason, earlier in training camp, not the preseason, I'm sorry, earlier in training camp, and those practices against the Eagles' defense. I'm over it. And if you're a casual observer, 
Maybe you don't want to waste your Thursday night. Maybe you want to go on Netflix and binge through your, your favorite show or your newest show that you're digging. Rather than being like me or any other crazed, diseased Eagles fans out there who feel compelled to watch every minute of the preseason. Just not worth it. Maybe you open up and maybe you do more open practices to balance off what you're losing from those gate receipts. Um, because of the preseason, again, I'm talking about how you have to pay all this money and the Eagles open practices this year. The ticket price goes to the Eagles Autism Foundation, which is great. And they should continue doing that for open practices consistently. But what about every Sunday in the preseason? They have an open practice. They keep that donation towards Eagles Autism. But when the stadium opens up and you have all those concessions and you have all the pro shops and all those things, that's going to still get you some money. Why not do that as a treat for the fans? And they feel actually part of the team, part of the activity, because there's no assigned seating. Everyone's mostly sitting in a lower bowl. They feel connected to the team. Sometimes players are throwing balls into the stands, having to catch all this fun stuff. Why not do that instead of watching Nick Mullins play an entire half of football? That's what I'm wondering right now. Who likes the preseason? Nick Sirianni against the Pats last week. Yeah, option to take a penalty or just end the first quarter. Nick, he should win coach of the year because he just said, let's let the quarter end. We want to get out of this with minimal injuries. And they did. Well, you had some other injuries, but just you got out of the first quarter with anything additionally happening. And again, they've had some injuries in the preseason. And again, that's what happens when you're exposing yourself to live contact. That isn't true, true football. Get myself worked up. If you're watching on YouTube, you could see my uh, East Dillon Lions, Vince Howard t-shirt. Big Friday Nights guy. I'm on my third rewatch. And as the Eagles season gets closer, football season gets closer, I'm going to like crush it and go through. I think I'm on season two right now. Very uneven season. Spoilers. Spoilers like Landry. Spoilers. Just kills a guy. Insane. Insane. And then they just never talk about it again. What I do like as the season progresses, I think people sometimes fall out. But I love when Coach Taylor goes to East Dillon, coaches those guys. I love it. I love it. Probably it for me. Any announcements I need to make? Again, follow the YouTube channel. Please. I'm putting all this work in. You like the podcast, you like the tweets, you like the articles. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just do it. Just do it. It costs you no money. It's easy. It'll take 30 seconds and it helps us out immensely. One other thing, have been hitting at it, and I'll have an article about this maybe later this month and another one in September, is that we are going to do an Eagles watch party. For the Cowboys Monday Night Football game at Pistola del Sur at Broad and Passion in South Philly. It feels like forever ago, but we did one for the Eagles-Washington game late in the 2019 season. That game when Greg Ward has the game-winning touchdown. Great atmosphere, had a ton of fun. And ideally, we're going to be able to do that again. We have already talked to the owners. Seems like we're going to have a ton of fun. They are huge, huge, huge Eagles fans. And we're going to be decked out in Eagles gear. I just ordered a Dallas Bucks long sleeve t-shirt that I'm going to be wearing there. Unamped, should have some fun and maybe potentially not set in stone that we could even have a live podcast after the show at the restaurant slash bar. Should be a lot of fun. I know it's different for a Monday night atmosphere as opposed to a Sunday. Uh, but if you're a listener and you're in the Philly area, should be a good time if you can make it down there. We'll talk about it more uh, as that it's September 27th, Monday, week three. Because Dallas game week three, that's a little early. There's some juice because it's a prime time game. Let's get in there. 
let's reacquaint ourselves with watching football as a community together like that. Because I don't even know that the last time I watched an Eagles game at a bar was probably that last time at Pistolas in 2019. Wow. Maybe we could do some giveaways. We'll see. See, no promises. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that's it. YouTube channel, all the reviews on all the podcasts. Just unsubscribe and then resubscribe and unsubscribe and resubscribe. Do all these, do all these things. Help us out. If you love the pod, do this. And be on the lookout for the watch party info and maybe some tailgating info as well. Read me on the site. You're doing a lot more this season. Going all in on this Bleeding Green Nation content. And I hope you all enjoy it. We bring in the heat, bring in the juice. I'm going to bring in the juice as much as Quez Watkins is this season, baby. I'm bringing the juice for you all out there. Hopefully you enjoy the podcast and all the work that all the great writers are doing on the BGN Radio Network together as well on the website. That's it for me. Again, another plug, patreon.com backslash James underscore Clancy, my from broadsheet with love, Philly sports newsletter, tons of Eagles, Sixers, Phillies content all year round, literally every day, Monday through Friday, I write this. You're ripping me off when you subscribe. You're ripping me off. $2 per month. $2 per month. Get an article sent to your email inbox every Monday through Friday. And it's fantastic content. All right? Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Seamus underscore Clancy. Bleeding Green at Instagram. Doing a lot of stuff on there. Ray Shell, our producer, is doing some great content. I do some work on there, at Bleeding Green Insta. And that's it. Keep bleeding green, baby. Keep bleeding green. <laughs> <laughs>